I get that. We're not going to have anything else to talk about. No. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Tip Top 5 Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Aaron Carnival, joined alongside my good friend, my partner in crime, the Tip Top 5 cast sidekick himself. I don't know. I'm a sidekick, too. We're both side chicks. Side, side chicks. Mr. Tony Dealtel, say hello. Hi. I'm glad to be a sidekick, to, to and I'm glad to have you as a sidekick. That, that, that came out wrong. You're not a sidekick. I mean... It's like so. Like if we, if you had a motorcycle that had one of those no, things on the side, no, no. like you'd be the driving, I'd be in a little basket on the on the side of it. We'd be like tandem bikes. We'd both be pedaling at the same Who gets time. To be in the front. I don't know which. I don't know. I probably like probably you because you wouldn't be able to see over me because I'm too tall. Good answer. Right. I like that answer a lot. Or it's like those paddle boats, you know? Right. It's like two people are paddling with their feet. If one of them stopped, you'd get half the horsepower. You start, you start turning to that direction. Right. Right. Usually. It's like I almost said Batman and Robin, but Robin is just pretty much Robin's sidekick. a definite sidekick. Right? <laughs> like there's no debating that. And it's like it's like Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy from SpongeBob. They're yeah, pretty, they're pretty even. That's a good even tag team there. In the Invisible Boat Mobile, <laughs> they're pretty even. <laughs> All right, so my sidekick, or I'm your sidekick. Well, uh, how's the week been going for you, Tony? It's, it's sun. It's, it's been, Sunday. Yeah, it's it's been a long week. I, um, I seem to say that a lot. Maybe I'm just lazy. Maybe that's it. Most of my weeks seem really long. Well, it's seven days. That's a long. <laughs> that's a long week. I mean, it doesn't get any longer. I suppose. Did you have a good weekend? I had a great weekend. the The weekend was was a good unwind time, which I feel like you should use it as that. Work has been. Um, I'm on a really. Uh, demanding time uh deadline based project right now that's kind of come it's kind of hitting the apex of the amount of work that needs to be done so that was this entire week mm-hmm. um so lots of focus on one specific thing um it kind of wore me out but this weekend has kind of let me unwind i'm just now it's you know four o'clock on sunday i'm now thinking about how tomorrow is going to go um and that's kind of stressing me out a little bit do you tend to look forward to the weekends or do you tend to look forward to the evenings because i i normally what i've been trying to do is not looking forward to the weekends because that's wishing away five days a week but i try to look forward to the evenings so then i can you know if you look forward to the weekend you're just pissing away five days a week pretty much right i i think that's it depends like most weeks i'll look i really look forward to evenings where i can just come home from work and relax but this week i was looking forward to the weekend yeah um because then because while the evenings are nice, it's really only four hours. You wait in traffic for an hour. Mm-hmm. You get home at six, and then you got to be in bed by eleven or so if you want to get a good night's sleep. So that's not that's a, a you know a small time frame. Mm-hmm. A weekend's a whole two and a half days when you don't have to do anything. That's it's true. Nice. And if anybody was wondering that that beer burp was brought to you by Rolling Rock, <laughs> we are, are we are both enjoying a nice cold, crisp Rolling Rock. Yeah, we haven't had this was like this was Tony's drink of choice when he first started getting to beer. Uh, probably what was that? Beginning of junior year in college. Uh, sophomore year. Sophomore year, so probably three years ago. It was the it was right after the uh, King Cobra malt liquor phase. Wow, and transition into so Rolling that Rock. so the value of Rolling Rock at the time and the taste of Rolling Rock compared to a King Cobra was just unprecedented. Yeah, and you were all over Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock. You said a twelve k a twelve pack of bottles was under twelve dollars. Oh yeah, it was like. Um, if you, cause I lived down in, in, at UC that year. So party source was very close and it was like nine bucks for a 12 pack at That's that good. point. It's still close to that. So. I, 
I have great memories of this beer. We 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 bonded a lot over uh, some Rolling Rocks. How could you not? I, I towards the junior, I didn't really drink it much other than with you. And then I don't even th- recently you stopped drinking Rolling Rock. Once I discovered Yingling, I kind of stopped drinking Rolling Rock because I think Yingling is the superior macro brew. But uh, every once in a while, I like to switch it up. I, once you have you know so many Yinglings in a row, you kind of want something a little different, even if yeah. it isn't technically as as much quality. Um, so yeah, I thought I'd switch it up. Yeah, well, that's what we're 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 both bringing it to you with the Rolling Rock. We'd like to. I'd like to just say shout out to uh, Clay. Yes. Clay's birthdays. It, it, next week. Well, his birthday party is next week. Right. Clay Clay's a friend. Tony lived with him for a year, and he was a he's a great kid. Avid podcast listener. Avid, actually, yeah. He he's, he's our biggest fan. Real big fan of the, uh, of the podcast. We appreciate his his listener listening. And well, are you going to the party next Saturday? I am, and I also wanted to mention that uh, Clay is, I believe, in the early stages of starting his own podcast. What? So as soon as he gets Co- that up, competition. Um, we will definitely let you know what the name of that is and w- what the topics are going to be. I don't know much about it yet, but I know he's got the equipment. Um, the preliminary stages are, are – the the wheels are turning right wow, now. Wow, that's so. impressive. I didn't know that. Um, that's exciting. So Clay, we we always made fun of Clay. I made fun of Clay because he lives in the like in the – in the sticks yeah, so like north of here it's probably about 45 minutes away a place called west melton ohio mm-hmm. and <laughs> it is it's out there man to us it's 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 pretty country living but i, I always poke fun at them really wasn't even that funny i just was no, amusing myself it, it wasn't very fair but also funny his his birthday is on tuesday by the way okay so uh, happy early birthday to July you clay 22nd. i guess it's yeah i guess it would be an early birthday we, happy we happy can, birthday we can't wait to come down there and just 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 admire all of West Milton and everything it has to offer. Which yeah, would be like a corner store and like maybe like one of those old style saloons with the yep. two double doors that like you have to push. Through. I remember last time I drove through town in my car, my 2001 Honda Accord, and people would just stand and point in awe of a motor vehicle. Yeah, that was driving through their town, dust roads. He had he had gravel leading yeah, up to, to his pass, barn. Like, a lot of horse and buggies as you were coming into town. Like you had to pass them on the left. <laughs> This is akin to the jokes that we would say. Yeah, they're not funny. Which they're is not why you, everybody's hoping we go to the next topic. <laughs> but thank you, Clay, for listening. Good luck with your new podcast. We're going to beat the shit out of you if you even try to come anywhere close sure. to our podcast. I don't endorse that, but happy birthday. Happy birthday. You. We'll see you soon. Um, so today's episode is going to be just a little bit different. We're not going to – Tony and I have been thinking about some new ways to do this and as opposed to having – I know that the formula is five, a list of five things, right? And at the core, that's what we're always going to do. But we're going to kind of stray off from now and then into some new ideas, ventures, creative things, wacky things. Today's podcast is like a blank, blank canvas. We're going to call it Tip Top Talk. And basically what we're going to do is we're not going to really have anything to talk about, and we're just going to talk. And you might be thinking that's because we're lazy, and we don't have, You'd be right. and we don't have a topic uh, in mind, and you're exactly correct. So this week we're just gonna we, we wrote down some things that might be uh, pertinent, I guess, in the news and in your minds. So we're just gonna kind of jump into some conversations, and I think in the future we're gonna announce these types of episodes. So if you have a specific topic you'd like us to discuss or an article you'd like us to give our thoughts about, just shoot it our way at Tip Top Cast on Twitter. Um, so you know. That's that. That's where we're going with things, and we don't know what we're doing next week. Yeah, so don't even ask. Don't even get it going. 
what's uh, what's one of the first things that we want to talk about? We're going to talk about the little current events here. Yeah, well, so it kind of plays nicely. I, I, I was on a business trip this week. I was in Boston, and I was up there for training in my new job, a lot of sales training, technical training, sort of stuff like that. I saw Fenway Park a couple of times. Unfortunately, it was the All-Star break, so I didn't get to see a game. But I I took – obviously, I, I flew there. And I'm not afraid of flying. I, I, I'm not afraid of flying at all. But I think everybody who flies, whether you're afraid or not, taking off and landing. And I think there's just a few moments when you're in the air when you're just kind of, uns- you know, kind of like, oh, gosh, I'm, what, 15,000 feet in the air? Like, you, you get kind of unsettled. So on the way back, I we it was storming through Cincinnati. So we got a lot of turbulence and the plane was shaking and rocking and, you know, dropping and, you know, all sorts of crazy things that. You know, it's it's just uncomfortable. So that was a day after this plane crash happened in. Help me out here. Ukraine, the Ukraine, and which uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if saying it's a crash is. It was sh- it was shot down. Yeah, you're right. The unfo- um, yeah, the unfortunate. It, it, it yeah, the the plane got shot down. But I was just thinking when I was in the air, it's like wow, this is. It's first of all, let's not talk about that quite yet because that this would this obviously pales in comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're just in the air, and you're you're kind of uncomfortable, and you're saying, "Holy shit, I'm fifteen thousand feet in the air. We could just drop and just fiery death, just like that." You know? Yeah. It's just uncomfortable. But then I thought about it. How amazing is it? How I can go from Cincinnati to Boston in two hours? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I mean that's amazing technology. It's you don't really think about it, but. I, I, I was just amazed how it's like we just take off. We flying through the air and we land accurately in two hours and we move on. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling you know a little bit more about this plane thing than I do. I I definitely followed it uh, the day that it happened, I think, was I think Thursday. Um, it was def- the middle yeah. of the day. Um, I was in a I was in a really long meeting. I was in a five hour meeting that day with PNG. Wow. Um, and we took a break. Uh I think around like two thirty, and somebody told us that it happened, and it was kind of surreal. It it was, I again with these tragedies that happen, you don't really think about the, and when it's happening or like when you find out about it, you don't think about how serious it is until you have time to reflect on it. Um, and I mean, three hundred people were on that flight. Uh, I don't think that anyone survived. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, a a huge. A huge tragedy. I think there were. I read that there were a couple scientists on the flight that were really um, big and like they were working towards um, like the uh, the cure for AIDS. So they had a lot of information and um, had done a lot of research. And you know, obviously that's that's all lost. Um, there were Americans on the flight. Not that it's any worse that Americans died, but it definitely helps. It hits closer to home. Which I'm glad you brought that up because I was I was for some reason in the airport. It was. Which is a terrible thing to read in the airport about a plane coming down, right? Yeah, I mean, that's not, like it's not what you want. That's read. the worst thing you could ever, you know, think about. But they had Fox News on, which I don't want to get into it. But I'm not necessarily a big fan of Fox News. Sure. And the headline was, uh, I forget the number, but X, I think it was like 23, 23 Americans yeah. dead on this plane crash. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, more importantly, I guess you know, 227 people died in addition. So. I just I don't know I don't get how that's more relevant than other people dying like I get how it's like noteworthy like you know Americans yeah. but three hundred you know two hundred twenty seven other people died on that well, plane crash so why is that any more important than Americans I think that in the world that we live in in the twenty four hour news cycle kind of world um, 
stations like Fox News and CNN and, and uh, MSNBC, they have to constantly come up with new angles for these stories to grab people's attention. Um, and that's really what they're in the business of. It's attention. They don't want people to, t- to turn the channel. So, um, you know, it's a sad fact that that's what we're focusing on. Um, that's, you know, 10% of the people that died mm-hmm. on that plane were Americans. And um, to me, it doesn't matter where they're from. It's it's just as bad regardless. Give me um, – give me. oh, sorry. No, I'm, I'm – yeah, go ahead. Give me just a bulletproof – a bulletproof diesel, a bullet point – just just a little bit of a summary if you, if you follow the story why why did that happen i i mean i, I, I don't, if there is there a reason was it like a terrorist act was it obviously it was a terrorist act but this i'm going to tell you what i what i know and how i interpret it i don't know this is if you haven't heard about this plane crash please go get your news somewhere else cuz this is <laughs> i'm not the person who you should be talking to what i've read is that they flew in, over um ukraine in an in an airspace that was already dangerous to begin with. Um, there had been issues with flying over that area before, um, but they were up so high in the air that they didn't think that it would be a problem to fly over it because uh, terrorists and rebels didn't, they believed did not have the technology to shoot planes down from that distance. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I haven't heard whether if it, the, the rebels were saying that the Ukrainian government shot them down. The Ukrainian government was sh- saying that the rebels shot, shot the plane down um, so I don't know if that's been resolved yet. I, I suppose mm. we I should check. But um, to my understanding, it was it was the Ukrainian rebels who shot the plane down. Um, they had some sort of weapon that was able to do that from that um, altitude, and they it was it wasn't. Um, we didn't think that they had that ability. That's that's always scary. I mean, just any sort of act like that. Like like I said, I was in Boston, so. We we were downtown Boston, so we saw where the the finish line to the Boston Marathon was. It's yeah. just it's just like kind of a spooky thing, just realizing like wow, it's like a terrible a terrible thing took place here. And you know, I I don't I don't I'm not the kind of guy that's scared of events. Like you, you know, it's like in the back of your head, everybody kind of knows like you know things like that kind of happen. It's un, it's unfortunate, but. I mean, it's just, I don't know, do you ever think of, like, when's the next, you know, big thing going to happen? I mean, it's, it's you don't want to think about it, but it's, like, one of those things that's kind of, like, you hear things like this and it reminds you that, like, shit, this place is, uh, this world is pretty crazy. I think it's just mostly a reminder that you can't, as much money as you spend in, in time that you invest into trying to stop terrorist attacks or, or putting in security measures that are supposed to prevent that stuff from happening, it doesn't matter what you do that those things are still going to happen. Now that's definitely a I guess a more of a bleak outlook on on how it works. I think a lot of people would like to think, well, you know, we have all these programs in place that are supposed to stop this. We have the NSA who's taking all this information on everybody. Well, they surely should be able to stop this kind of thing from happening. It doesn't matter. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what you do. Somebody's always going to be one step ahead. It doesn't mean that we should always we should live in fear. Um, but it also it also kind of puts in per- into perspective how we treat um, potential terrorists and, you know, with things like Guantanamo Bay. And um, you just have to you have to know that they're few and far between mm-hmm. and just be thankful that the people that you know and love are, are safe and that our government's doing everything they can to prevent that from happening. Very well said. Um, so obviously a terrible situation. We, you know, it's just sad. So prayers out to all the people affected by that. Uh, American or not, obviously Fox News. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
So shifting the topic a little bit, obviously we're we're big baseball fans. Something, and we both like these kind of incidents where whether there's some sort of unwritten baseball rule that's been broken or somebody gets hit by a pitch and another team retaliates, fights, bench clearing brawls. I love that part of baseball, and I think you 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 take a, a liking to that as well. The the unwritten rules of baseball is exactly that. It's very unwritten, very very um, up for debate, right? I've been well. That's where I would stop you because I personally think that it's one of those topics that people think is a debatable topic, and it's really just one side is clearly correct. And I've been a huge proponent against unwritten rules, and in, <laughs> in really any not just baseball, not just in sports, but really in life. Because if it's not written, then why is it a rule? Unwritten rule to me sounds like an oxymoron. If you think that something shouldn't be a certain way or people shouldn't behave in a way, then make a rule. Then make yeah. it an infraction if you don't think that that should happen. It's but I guess like I guess to a lesser extent, if you're if you're at an airport and there's ten stir, you know urinals and you go to the very far one and there's nine urinals for me to choose from, I if I go up to the one right next to you and choose that one, that's an unwritten rule. I mean, it's not a rule. You can't put you can't pee next to another man. Right. It's it's an unwritten rule because you're just expected to not stand next to somebody and pee. Here's my response. So if it's an unwritten rule and you just broke it, does that give me the right to bean a person that you love with a baseball? <laughs> I guess I guess if you engaged in in an activity, maybe, maybe. maybe. I mean, if 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 you peed next to me, I, I, mean I can turn around and just pee on your leg <laughs> while you're peeing next to me. I don't know what the equivalent retro or. Uh, reciprocal action would be, but I, I, I know what you mean. But um, ex- explain sorry. explain this example because okay. I think this I think we're both on the same page of this argument, and yeah, it's it's Colby versus Colby. Here, here's what happened. So on Saturday there was a baseball game between Texas Rangers and the Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays were up two to nothing in the fifth inning. Colby Rasmus was batting. Uh, they put a major shift on Colby Rasmus because he's not a good hitter. He's a left-handed he's, batter. And he's a dead pool hitter. He hits everything to the right side. So he dropped a bunt down the third baseline, and he got he got the first safe. Uh, the pitcher, Colby Lewis, um, at, this is how deadspin, deadspin.com puts it. This is the headline for their article. Colby Lewis mad at opponent for trying to help his team win. <laughs> and that is exactly what happened. He, Colby Rasmus dropped a bunt down, got the first in a completely legal baseball move mm-hmm. that he did nothing wrong. Two two nothing game in two the nothing fifth. Game in the which, fifth inning. It's not the game's halfway over and it's a two run game. And blooping this, a blast. This and Colby tied. Lewis, I, who who is I don't even know who he is. He was good a couple years ago for Texas. And Great, so he's a nobody. Um, <laughs> he said, "This is this is a quote from him after the game. I felt like you have a situation where there is two outs and you're up by two runs and you have gotten a hit earlier in the game off of me." We are playing a shift, and he laid down a bunt basically simply for average. That's what he said after what? the game. That, that's he's saying, ridiculous. He's saying that since Rasmus already got a hit off of him, and he and uh, Rasmus has a low batting average, that it's not okay for him to, to lay down a bunt. I, I wish somebody would explain to me why what his rationale is. and <laughs> If it, there's anybody on his side, please, please let me know because it makes zero sense to me. Well – Let's just change it up just a little bit because the fact that it's two nothing in the fifth kind of that that's enough of it to decide it. Like do whatever you need to do. You're you're still in this game. Let's say it was ten nothing in the top of the ninth, two outs, and they put the shift on, and he lays the bunt down, and they're up by ten. At that point, would you say, hey, that's kind of bush league? No, you still want it. 
if you don't want to go, I, oh, this is, I've, I've said this for years. I said it when, uh, Carlos Gomez had the fight with Garrett Cole a few months ago for watching a ball that he hit. If you don't want him to do that, then don't let him do it. If you don't want him to drop a, ball, a bunt down the third base line, then don't shift your entire team to the right side of the field. I don't care if you're up by 20, if you're up by wow. two, if you're losing, it doesn't matter. He's he's following the rules of the game. He's he's doing nothing wrong. So if you don't want him to do it, then stop him. Strike I guess, him out. I guess that's when the when the opposing argument comes in. If 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 that was the situation, up by 10, two outs in the ninth, I, I say if you if you put a, a bunt down. That's that's like running up the score in like a football game. What's you know, wrong with or that? In basketball Tell me game. why that's wrong. What's wrong with running up? There's the nothing score? wrong. I mean, I guess it's just sportsmanship at that point, right? Sportsmanship is an unwritten rule. Sportsmanship dies when you start getting paid for the for the game that you're playing. I don't know about that. I think I, I, baseball. I don't know. Baseball has always been founded on its on its you know history and and big pillars of the game and all these sort of it's a beautiful game and all this stuff. So when it's it's like sportsmanship is what kind of ties it together. That sounds I, like such a hokey thing, but it's like. A, <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like if if you it's like that that basketball coach in high school who beat a team a hundred to two, yeah, and he just kept throwing his team out there, pressing them, right. stealing the ball. At that point, it's like, dude, just you're winning, you're gonna win, just okay. I and that's I, the point is to win. I kind of see what you're saying, but at the same time, I'll say my argument again. If you don't want him to do that, then stop letting him do it. So admiring home runs, you're fine with it, of course. So if Yasiel Puig hit a home run and he flipped his bat. 20 times before it hit the ground and just stood at home plate for five seconds and maybe did like uh like the Macarena or something right. and walked around the bases doing like the robot dance or the Ric Flair mm-hmm. strut and it took him two minutes to get around the bases. You're saying that's fine. Yeah, I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that's – we're you're definitely using an extreme example because that could technically delay the game. Um, but – like I said, if you don't want Yasiel Puig to do a robot dance around the bases after don't he hits let him home hit a home run, run, don't let him hit a home run. That's that's part of the game, you know. That's part of the game. What what's part of the game? Hitting a home run. Yeah, home run. I mean, you could be have better. A, you, be better. Why you do you could, have to suck and let him hit a home run off of you? You and could then throw. Get mad that you could throw a great pitch, and he could make a great. He could make a great play. So you tip your hat to him and say, "I'll get you tip next your, time." Tip your hat to him as he's fucking as it, doing the, what the robot around the bases. What it comes down to is you have thirty-year-old men who are playing a game. They're playing a children's game that kids play when they when they're five years old. That none of that matters. Yeah. I love sports more than anybody, and I'll tell you that it doesn't matter in the grand scheme of life. If the Reds win or lose to, today. My life is not affected, and neither should anybody else's because he's still getting a paycheck. Yeah. My life is still the same. So if a guy wants to hit a home run and do a little dance and flip his bat, I got no problem with that because to me it's entertaining to watch, and a pitcher should have no problem with it either, especially a pitcher like Garrett Cole who's yelling at Carlos uh, Carlos Gomez for not getting an inside-the-park home run, essentially. He hits the ball and watches it hit, yeah, the, that, hit the wall. That was, a, that was a special occasion, I think. I mean, most most of them happen when, you know, Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. You know, someone pitches up and in, mm-hmm. brushes them back. Yeah, well, how it, dare he? Well, how dare okay, he? okay, one, okay. Two, you brush them back twice, then they're going to be like, okay, you're kind of doing up. And if they hit them, they're going to – it's just it, that whole thing in baseball with you do this to my team, I'm going to do it to yours. Dumb. You know what's, you know what's <laughs> things more than getting beaned with a, with a pitch? Losing. Losing. Yeah, but at the same time, I don't know. If you would have – I'm saying at the same time again. If – if I, if you would have asked me five years ago your position on this mm-hmm. and my position on this, it'd be complete opposite. 
I would have thought I'd be the one like, hey, do the robot dance around the bases and flick off his mom as you're walking through home plate. I, that's what I would have said. And I thought you would have been like, oh, baseball is this beautiful, blah, 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 which is what I'm saying. But at, uh, I don't know. My, my rationale for it is that baseball already um, is it has a hard time uh, get, gaining new fans, especially young fans. Because it's looked at as like a boring sport that there's so much downtime and nothing's happening. You have these Latin American players like like Puig and, and Gomez coming in and Fernandez coming into the league and like adding a little bit of excitement and like fire to the game and passion. And all we're doing is just ostracizing them and saying that's not how the game is supposed to be played. And the game is not supposed to be played anyway. It's supposed to be played for fun and for everybody to have a good time and be entertained. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't know why that we're we're. As soon as these guys come in who are great for the who, great for baseball, they're great for MLB marketing, and we're just telling them to stop. And I think that's that's not the way you great should be Great for doing baseball, it. great for MLB marketing, and mm-hmm. we're just telling them to stop. So we yeah. should have everybody hit do steroids again. No, no, no. Because that's great for baseball, great for the sport. Really? Is, brings it, great, people is in. it great for the sport? It was great it, for the sport. I, I, I think if you probably looked we, at the do numbers. Do we like having people who cheat? Well, is I, that, just is hold that on. If, if in 1998, I think probably the viewership of MLB was probably higher than it's probably been in the past 14 years or whatever. I don't know if that's true, but it definitely went up because you're coming off of the lowest viewership in his, in baseball history. Yeah. Um, I think that, That's a different I, conversation. Right, we, we we've stand had that on opposite sides on the yeah. We've already debate. established that. But my point is that they're not they're not breaking any rules. They're adding excitement and fun to the game. So who are we to tell them to stop doing? They're not breaking any formal rules. They're not breaking any rules <laughs> because the only rules that are uh, that are rules are formal written rules. So All yes. I can say is that I'm glad that there are unwritten rules because if there weren't unwritten rules, there would be no fights in baseball. No, you know, we wouldn't be talking about this now. It makes it exciting. It makes it exciting to tell guys to stop having fun. Yeah, I agree. Don't have fun playing baseball. You sound like you're not having fun. I right because all the fun police are coming to to stop us all from having fun. So yeah, I'm not having a lot of fun watching guys get beaned back and forth. It's it's moving towards not football season, but thinking about football. We're obviously huge Bengals fans. Oh, you mean that sport where people score touchdowns and then do dances? How come that no that doesn't piss anybody off? How come you can have an 80-yard run and then do a little dance and nobody says shit about it? Well, I think they do. No, they don't. Oh, the other team doesn't, I guess. Right. You the don't ref- that doesn't referees. mean the ne- that doesn't mean you cheap shot the guy the next play after. Well, that's because the referees actually now they they punish them with penalties. So that that you're in a way still, is punishment you're still enough, allowed right? to well, in it what was what was it more fun? Is it more fun now or was it more fun when Chad Johnson was using the pylon to do a little putt putt move with the ball? Was that yeah, fun? That was fun. That was fun, I thought. But now we can't do that anymore because it shows up the other players and it makes them feel sad because they give up a touchdown. The no fun league, man. You, I didn't think that was going to strike such a nerve. With I, you. I, I, this is like my number one thing that I hate. I could talk about this all day. It pisses me off so much. I, I can't. I just can't. It's one of those things where people like where they say debates. I can't understand the other side of the issue. Most things I can be like, yeah, I see where you're coming. from. I think I just laid out a pretty. I think I just laid out a pretty good and argument. It doesn't make for any it. sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me at all. <laughs> That's tough. So that should tell you how passionate I am. So there you go. That, there is the recent events in baseball, unwritten rules. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, I guess the football season is kind of coming up. Uh, hopefully, this is a good year for the Bengals. Yeah, it, I I think that it's going to be a great year for the Bengals. I have some <laughs> – talk about funny and I- idiots. I have some <laughs> friends from Cleveland yeah. that say that uh, Cleveland is going to have a defense in the, in the top three of the league. Yeah. That's a joke in itself. It's uh, – that is quite a statement. 
Especially when one of those three spots has already been taken by the Seahawks, who haven't lost anybody from their defense. Um, and the Bengals. The Bengals. 49ers. I would be willing to bet any amount of money that the Bengals' defense would will finish statistically better than the Browns' Ten defense. points better. I mean, it's it's not close. Um, so there's a movie I want to see out right now. What's that? The Purge. The Purge. Actually, I need to see the first one again before what is it? I see it. The this. Purge Anarchy. Anarchy. Is that what it's called? Okay. I think I'm, it's just a crazy cool concept. For those that yeah. don't know, I'm a, I, I want to say I'm a big horror fan. But you I, enjoy if you had to pick a genre movie that, to watch, you would pick horror. It would be one of them. I'd yeah. I'd pick comedy before. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I enjoy horror and thrillers. So how do you, is it horror? How do you say? It's, I don't want to say horror, horror like horror. like W, like just just how it's spelled. Horror. No horror. Two two syllables. It's a very fine line between whore and well, whore. Nobody said that until you said it. H o r r o r whore. Okay. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm talking. About. Whore. Yes, horror movies. Whore. <laughs> horror. What movies. were you gonna say about them? Um, I've always enjoyed horror movies and thriller movies. Yeah. I, I have to say now. Um, in this one, I don't know, just the concept of this one sounds cool. Like, you know, was it six hours, nine hours uh, of, yeah. of, of a year? Everybody, like, murders legal, all sorts. Everything's legal. Do you think, like, un- unwritten laws are also oh allowed God. to be broken, too? Oh my or just the written ones? I just, I don't know. I don't, I've never seen it, so. Should I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That is called a rhetorical question. That's dead. That's a lot of silence. That's the best thing you can have on a podcast. Oh man, people probably thought that their players stopped working. I'll cut that out. Okay, I'll cut the silence out. Um, and I don't know. I, I've seen the first one, but yes, I, I need to see the second one again. And then again, I watched a, a movie this week, and which was not normal. I don't normally do that. And I watched Final Destination Five. Classic. Have you seen any of the Final Destination movies? I've seen bits and pieces. I have not sat there and watched an entire Final Destination movie because I would never wish that upon anybody. Not, it wasn't that bad, dude. <laughs> That's a joke. It wasn't that bad. They're just they're just fun, like turn off your brain movies. Do you like seeing people die? Not particularly. I, I'm not a big horror movie fan, and well, I should rephrase that. I do like horror movies, but I I don't like the ones that are like. Eli Rothian kind of just like I want to see the grossest like right. disgusting gore. I, I'm not about that. I, I'm much more about like the suspense thriller kind of movies. Yeah, I. Uh, what's that one movie? The Strangers. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. I think you have that movie, don't you? No, I don't. You, that's not one you'd watch again. I've seen it a couple times because I know that when we were in high school, we saw that and we were mm-hmm. pretty into it. And it, it was, it's a fun movie. It's a lot of suspense <laughs> in that one. That, that yeah, we we probably watched that movie probably three or four times. When was yeah. the last time you went to the movie theater? I saw 22 Jump Street yesterday. How was it? Uh, I really enjoyed it. It was, I didn't think it was as good as the first one, but the first one was so good. I mean, I, I look at that as one of my favorite comedy movies in a long time. So, mm-hmm. but it was definitely worth, it's definitely, definitely worth seeing. It's, as far as sequels go, it's top of the line for a sequel. Better than Hangover 2? Yeah, easily. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, definitely. It was very, very funny. There's a WWE pay-per-view tonight, WWE Battleground. Are you going to be watching? I will not. What if I give you my WWE Network I will not be watching. Still. Still will not watch. What if I gave you $10? Still. If I gave you $10 to sit down and watch a two-and-a-half-hour pay-per-view, you wouldn't do it. Yeah, I do that. You will, but but you have to watch it. Like, you're sitting on the couch and you can't. No if, phone. If no I, phone. If I could cash that 
ten dollars in for a six pack of like psychopathy or something, then I would definitely do it. Meaning, okay. Well, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if I'd get ten dollars worth of like joy, enjoyment out of that. What? Forcing you to watch a wrestling pay per view? No, because I would just be like shitting on it the whole time. Yeah, that'd be mean. <laughs> that'd be really mean of you. Maybe this is a bad business arrangement for you. Yeah, yeah. Don't give me ten dollars to do that. What else you want to talk about, man? Is there anything going on in your life uh, that uh, you want to talk about on the podcast? So but, I think in the we probably should have some more topics laid out next time. This is an experimental process. Yeah, as most whole, of these po- uh, episodes have been. But hey, what the hell? This is we're doing this for fun. Yeah, we're doing this for the listeners. Yeah, stop, yeah listeners, stop getting so mad. This if is for our own enjoyment. Yeah, stop hitting us up on Twitter how dare you? saying how much you hate our podcast. We can't even take all of this negative feedback that we're getting. <laughs> It's overwhelming. No feedback is negative feedback is what I'm saying. Correct. What's what are you looking at on your phone? I was looking at Final Destination. Uh I wanted to see like what uh the critical reception, mostly like how much money each film made. Um okay. I, I don't even know. Um I'm guessing that they were making money because they kept making more. Look at this. Oh, this is great. Okay. The budget, if you combine all five films, what would you say the budget was? I don't know. I bet you um they have to be pretty high budget because t- okay. a lot of the stuff was. We're talking about combining all five films. I'll tell you that it's over a hundred million dollars for. So what total. would you for all five? So what would you say the budget was? Five, um, six hundred million dollars. No, <laughs> one hundred and fifty-four million. Oh, Jesus! The budget for off. all five films. That's combined. not a lot, is it? No, for five movies. No, that's that's nothing. Well, don't act like I know. I have no idea what it takes to make a movie. Well, no, I'm just telling you, it's it's not a lot of money. I mean, for, but horror movies generally have a lower, uh, much lower budget okay. than like your big like event. Like the Avengers is going to have like a crazy high budget. What do you think their budget is? Avengers? Oh God, I I that's a tough. Are one. they hitting I mean, billions? No, 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 no. I, probably like around uh, trillions. Maybe like 125 million somewhere in there. Holy crap! I could look it up. But. They would easily make that back. Though. Well, not easily. Here's but. the thing. So the budget was 154 million. The box office gross for all five films, 665 million dollars. Wild, wildly successful. Yes, which makes sense because there are five of them. But I would have never thought that they made that much money. That that is a lot of money. I mean, that's a good return on investment right there. Well, I have to say that fifth movie kind of sucked. I mean, it wasn't great, but it was, it was just like basically the whole movie was waiting for these people to die. Right? Yeah. I mean, they all made money, every single one of them. The uh, The biggest budget was – oh, wait, no. They all made money. But, yeah, um, they, the budget went up as most sequels do. In your um, expert opinion, do you think – I mean, to me, I'm not I'm not obviously privy to a lot of that, that knowledge, but – just my gut feeling would be like uh, most movies that go out probably make money, right? I mean, it, it, it seems no, like no, it, no. most movies. No, so you're saying movies lo- people lose money on movies all the time, all really? the time. Yeah, I find, I don't know. I don't know. That just seems like a really shocking thing to me. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, especially well now because of the internet and because of technology, you can make movies for so much cheaper than you could you know, 10, 15 years ago. Cause you can shoot everything digitally paying for labor. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, Don John, the movie that you've talked about wanting to see Don Juan, the, the, yeah. Uh, had a $3 million budget, um, which is, is small, small. That's a tiny, tiny budget for a movie in 2014. That probably um, killed it at the box. It office. did well. It did very well. 
Yeah. So 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 how do how do actors get paid? I guess so. When George two hundred twenty million dollar budget by close, the way. good so, guess. So I wasn't that close. <laughs> did you say two fifty? No, I said one twenty five. Oh okay. <laughs> um, so like when George Clooney signs off to be like, oh yeah, I'll do this. I'll do this movie about yeah. you know Vince McMahon's life. Mm-hmm. Do they say Never okay, <laughs> okay George? Do you you get five million dollars guaranteed, and then depending on how we do at the box office, you get. A percent of it? it it all depends so for most indie movies uh, the low budget movies they'll do most of the time if you're getting a big big name actor for an indie movie it'll be a percentage of the uh sales so, so no upfront pay, no correct. guaranteed money correct now every contract's different if you're doing a movie like avengers there's a flat rate that you're getting regardless of how well the movie does so even if it just kills you don't even if get it makes any a billion dollars you would make the same amount hmm how do you so, like that system it, I mean, it works for indie movies because they don't have they can't pay people what they're asking up front mm-hmm. because they don't have the budget for it. But don't you think to an extent uh, that so let's I don't know who's the biggest actor out there who Will Smith whatever sure Will Smith yeah, he wants he gets a lot of money yeah so Will Smith wants to do Hitchcock two or whatever oh, God. Hancock 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 too. Hitchcock holy crap Will Smith <laughs> as Alfred Hitchcock perfect <laughs> Hancock two yeah. Uh, so they'll be like, okay, so you'll make you'll make ten million dollars, and I, it's like to me, if I, if I were an actor and I thought this was a really great script, I'd be like, give me five, and then just give me five percent of all the earnings at the box office. Well, I'm sure that that's how some contracts are. Um, that information isn't isn't generally public knowledge. Okay. Um, Will Smith is the kind of guy who would who would probably command a lot of money and take a flat fee, um, but really he can negotiate whatever he wants because he's Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think it's a, for the way that it works, it, it works well. I performed in one of your uh, short films you did. and I, I didn't, I didn't have a percentage you, of you the chose earnings. percentage, which, so, which, which netted you $0, which netted me a copy of the DVD signed right. by the director. May I, I had Tony sign it and I got pizza uh-huh. and I think there was probably beer thrown in. I'm sure that there was a few beers, maybe housing for a night. I wouldn't have probably needed not. housing. No, I, no, we couldn't work that into the deal. Girls? Were girls involved? Nope. No? I don't have that kind of power. Oh, that's me. In my directorial that's, debut. That's me. I forgot. Um, I was a talent, so they recognized my face. You were the lead. You were yeah. first build. Yeah. That is a big deal, man. Yeah. And your very first uh, your very same. first appearance. You find it on Rotten Tomatoes. They give it a lot of great reviews. Yeah, just so many. None of them were written by me. So. Yeah. It's called 21 Jump Street. No. Yeah. <laughs> I was the fat yeah. kid with the curly hair. What's yeah. his name? Seth Ro- uh, Rogen. Right. Uh, Seth Jonah Hill. <laughs> Jonah Hill. <laughs> They're one and the same. Yeah, not really. <laughs> are you uh, Are you looking forward to any video games that are coming out soon? Uh, not really. I don't have. I, I'm uh, now that my brothers have bought a next gen console. It's kind of made me want to get into it, but I'm holding back on that because there's nothing good out yet. Um, there's not really any video game that that has drawn my attention lately. Um, E3 just passed about a month ago and a lot of things were shown, but not much has come out. I mean, it, we're looking at late this year and into next year is when, when the, the big stuff happens. When do you think we'll see a price drop in the consoles? I would say shortly after the holiday. Um, I think that you'll see them stay around this price through this Christmas. And then when we get into the months where there's not a lot of purchasing happening, which is like January through March, uh, you'll see a price drop then. So four hundred for PS4, mm-hmm. five hundred for, for Xbox One. Well, Xbox One now has a four hundred dollar option that does not include the Connect sensor. Oh, okay. So that's, that's the fair. same. 
Uh, you're That's getting fair. the same. I, if I had to pick, I would go with the PS4 at this time, unless you really want to play Titanfall. Um, but other than that... Well, they have uh, MLB The Show, which is a no-brainer. Show, right? That's our favorite I mean, video yeah, game yeah. of all time. Anybody who plays baseball video games, a PS4 is an obvious option. I think so. Um, so I think that might do it for this week's edition. Yeah, I hope that people enjoyed Tip Talk Talk. I, not having any knowledge about these topics and talking about them anyway. <laughs> just to reiterate, you know, we're just going with this every week and, you know, go with the flow. If you don't like it, then just let us know about it and maybe we'll change it. But we got our you... best analytics people working on the, the how many listens each episode has and what regions are coming from. So big, big time we're, things. We're using that as uh, as evi- or as information that we can use to changing up our programming schedule. We for next week's show, we're gonna go on our Twitter timeline, and I'm sure we've had a couple ideas get thrown at us. I don't know how we can sort through all the tweets. Really. We will find a way. A lot of demand, but we people have been sending a few in here and there, so we'll go through and we'll uh, we'll we'll probably just retweet the tweet that has a request on it or stated or something. So just stay tuned to our our Twitter at Tip Top Five. Nope, at twi- Tip Top Cast. I always forget that. Tip Top Five Cast. Tip Top Five Cast. I always miss one of those. And at least it is like, at least I, I, I wanted to make a tip top five podcast, but some bastard already had that yeah, URL. They, they don't even use that Twitter either. They just, they're, they're squatting on it right Unbelievable. now. Unbelievable. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you know what we're going to do next time sometime this week. And until then, just, uh, if you listen to us in the car, be safe, drive safely, keep your eyes on the road. I don't know why I keep thinking of that because I just know when I'm listening to podcasts, if someone told me that on the podcast, they'd be like, like, oh, you know, driving is your first your first thing. Sure. So thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and we will talk to you next time. Peace.